0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B Y T E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: Thanks for listening to Saints Happy Hour. We are a family here. You know what families do? They support each other. And if you aren't a patron, we need your support. All the great content you consume for free takes time. And money. If you love the show and listen regularly, please become a patron. We need you. Supporting Saints Happy Hour can cost you as little as twenty-three cents a day. That's what the Saints should have paid Kenny Stills. So please go to Patreon slash Saints Happy Hour and support the show today.
0: Hey, Ralph, Ralphie,
1: Andrew, and Dave. All right, I got a little intel. Your Saints Happy Hour podcast? Yeah, yeah. It's a joke, all right? And I'll tell you what. You, Ralph, you mispronounce everything, okay? I listen, I go, what the? Does he not know the English language? All right, Ralph. I try to get an English class in there every now and then, okay, pal? Uh, Andrew! Think you're smart, huh? Think you're smart? You're in big trouble, pal. He's using shit like you for breakfast. And then, of course, there's Dave. Dave, a little obnoxious. Got a little bit of a chip on your shoulder, huh? You got to cut people down all the time. Is that what you got to do? But uh, know that life is good.
0: Appreciate it. Do what you do. Keep on keeping on. Shooter out. <laughs>
1: All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us on a very special edition of Saints Happy Hour Podcast. Please support the show. Patron support is what keeps this show going. And subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast. Andrew, we have our favorite patron on the show today. Uh... He's Connor Payton. He's a patron of the show. Connor, thanks for joining us tonight. We, I mean, yeah. today. We appreciate
0: it. Yeah. Thank y'all for having me.
2: Yeah. I got to say, I've been pestering Connor to come on, come back on the show for a while now. And, uh, you know, Ralph, you know, I'm a big Sean Payton fan, huge, but I will go ahead and say this. Connor is my favorite Payton because <laughs> number one, he doesn't have me blocked on Twitter. That's right. And, uh, you know, number two, he's a patron of the show. So it's my favorite Payton. And, uh, Ralph, I just want you to enjoy this. Okay. Because like I said, I've been pestering Connor and he's about to graduate college and then he's going to move on to be in an NFL front office, probably with the saints. Right. And uh, this, this is probably it. Like once he gets that job, I see it playing out like this. He's going to call his family first, let them know. Then he's going to call his friends and somewhere down the list, he's going to hit up Andrew Juge. That's me. And he's going to say, Hey, Andrew, you know that phone number you have for me? Go ahead and lose it. Totally, 100%. No doubt.
0: I don't know That's about cool. all that. I mean, there's a chance, but uh, it depends how long this pestering keeps up. We'll see. <laughs> Andrew
1: pesters. Andrew has no fear, Connor. We'll have like Randy Mueller on, Zach Street, and you, and and I'm like, oh, they came on. They're really nice. Don't bother. Andrew's like, we got the number. I'm I'm keeping. I'm building a relationship with them. He has no
0: fear, none. Hello, this is He's networking. <laughs>
2: Well, Connor, before we get into kind of the, the movie and, and the Saints and, and all this stuff, I, I've been thinking about this a lot. And I think about you and I think about college students and, you know, just, just with the temperature of the room globally right now with COVID. And look, everybody's dealt with it. It's universal, uh, some in really tragic ways. and uh, But I can't help but feel just absolutely terrible for you and college students in general uh, because, you know, I remember my college days and, and they were incredible and epic and some of the best times of my life. And, you know, look, I, yeah, since then I've gotten married and I have kids and yeah, I'm talking to Connor Payton right now. So I've lived some big moments, man, since college, but, but I look on those moments really fondly and like, how, how the hell do you not navigate basically your college career during COVID? It's been weird for sure. I
0: know so it's great though because freshman year, we had like three-fourths of a year, normal, no COVID, and then we left for spring break and we never came back. So it's been tough and with the hybrid and online class and kind of keeping actually like you're learning something because we're gonna have a new generation of like doctors here that are just online school the whole way through. So it's it's definitely been weird trying to keep your tabs aligned and keep everything done. But it's still been the experience, we're still kind of getting it, and I still have my friends and we're still like finding stuff to do just around whatever we can
1: so connor it's out there that you one day want to be an nfl gm maybe start as a scout when you graduate what's your next move and have you been like obsessing about college players and watching tape and doing all that
0: yeah no i've definitely gotten into a lot of that and i've been helping tcu and their recruiting and stuff watching film breaking down film and doing data entry stuff like that but I don't have my next move ready to go yet. Just like most kids in junior year of college, this is like peak panic time right now. So everybody's kind of like, Oh my God, I'm about to be a real person in a year and a half. So I don't have an exact move yet, but definitely something, as you said, along football lines and an administrative office for either college or pro team. I would love to do something like that.
2: Well, Connor, if it makes you feel better, I was a double major in college French and philosophy and I parlayed that into a career in music and uh, a Saints podcast. So I'm, I was electronic broadcasting yeah. at LSU. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> all right, Connor. So let, let's talk about your dad. Um, how you doing? H- how are you processing all this? And, and where are you at with the decision? It's definitely been a weird week. It's been a sad week for us and all Saints fans,
0: just because I've yeah. been so deep with this team for 16 years and just. Every year we just get going again. It's like, all right, well, this year didn't end as we want. Well, we got the new season coming up, and that's not happening this year. So it's definitely hard to cart, like, make sense of. But I know he made the best choice in his interest, and I totally get why he needs some break from the grind of football and the daily life of being a coach. But it's, it's definitely sad. I can't act like it's not. But, I mean, luckily we had 16 great years, and he's been able to stay in a place for so long that a lot of people he got View his time there as a well-spent time and the relationships that he built, I feel like will last for forever.
1: You know, Connor, um, speaking of that, I mean, my mom is getting older and it's harder for her to get to Saints games. So even though my life got crazy this fall, I was like, I got to get to NOLA. I got to get to NOLA. I got to get to these games because my mom, she's getting up, she's getting near 80. We might not have too much time left. I want to enjoy the Saints. You don't know how long they're going to be good. And of course, we didn't know your dad was thinking of leaving. But I got to thinking about was there any hints during the year that your dad dropped, and you sensed it, and you were like, "Oh my God, I got to get down there. I got to get to games. I got to get that Saints atmosphere, the city, the feel of it. I got to enjoy it like one last time because the old man might be quitting. I got, I got to, I got to get down there and soak up, soak up some more like Houdat Nation or whatever
0: you call it one last time because it might be over." I definitely was thinking that a little bit, but I never. I wish he would have told me more because I didn't really get to do, as you said, which I wish I could have more taken it for not taking it for granted, but he did a good time. I think just kind of finishing out this year. I knew he was thinking about it to some degree, but I know he was just going to get his job done and still not really be calling me and telling me about his next move. So not really, but hopefully I'll still be welcome in the city and still be able to come by (laughs) and still get in all my favorite places in. And I've not, hopefully I'll never lose that.
2: Well, yeah, no, you're definitely part of the Saints family. And, Ralph, when you asked that question, man, I have to say it's... Uh, I, I was in the Superdome for Saints Panthers, which which turned out... The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships... The ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com.
0: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi,
1: checking in for...
0: Or the perfect table.
1: Hey, where are you? Coming!
0: And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card...
1: Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it
0: and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
2: Out to be his final home win and uh, the last win for Sean Payton in the Dome, and uh, that's pretty special that I got to experience that with my son. And then, man, the following week, what a way to go out when you think about it. In, in the Georgia Dome against the Falcons and to kind of cement and and put the cherry on top of your legacy with a win like that is uh, it's special. But uh, Connor, you, uh, you, you went public. Uh, I feel like when something like this happens, right, you could keep it internal and, and really just uh, process it with your family and, and stay private about it. Uh, but I noticed that you and your sister both went on social media and uh, you communicated to the saints fan base, to the new Orleans community. And, and you really, reached out to them. And and I'm curious, just if you can explain why you felt like that was important. I mean, I felt
0: like an easy choice for us just because I mean, 16 years of our life. So we're so attached to the city, whether city of New Orleans wants it or not. And so we really I felt like it was like, I had to do something like that. and I had to show my appreciation and my gratitude for a team and the city and a culture for allowing my family to come in and be a part of something bigger than than us, which well, i will never forget. And so I felt like it would been hard for me to just Slowly go away and not really say anything about how grateful I am and how appreciative I am for all Saints fans and how great these 16 years have been being a, just a fan.
1: Yeah, you know, and then let's talk about the Saints, Connor, because you know when we had you on the podcast your first time, you 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 mentioned you know like I've been like New Orleans my whole life. That's most of your life. You're the Saints. Your dad's been the coach, and you grew up a Saints fan. You're as diehard as any of us. And this year, man, starting in July, I feel like. The Saints got hit with bad news. It started Marcus Williams. They couldn't get the extension done. Deontay Hardy DUI. David Onyemata suspended. Will Lutz. Michael Thomas injuries. And that's just July. Like, on I mean, your experience, how crazy on the scale is the 2021 Saints season? I feel like it never stopped with horrible news throughout the year.
0: Yeah. And in terms of like trouble we ran into, it's gotta be a top three or I, in terms of ending, not as much, but just throughout the season of obstacles and any other things that we had to come across, it's for sure. One of the most challenging seasons, I bet for the Saints and my dad for the season, but in terms of playoff endings or anything like that, obviously not, but in terms of just
2: chaos, definitely up there. Well, okay. So be honest, Connor, this, we're talking a week of Miami, right? And half the roster has COVID. Yeah. Uh, y- you hit up your dad and you were like, look, I'm ready to go. Like, I just, I just
0: sent me highlights. a contract. I'm ready. I just sent him the highlights. That's all I did. Just a little link and just said, <laughs> just check them out. Don't forget this hat. This was recent. This was like three years ago.
2: He's like, we're- he watches that. He's like, sounds good. You're starting. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, do you, when you see all that horrible COVID news, like, What's your th- what's your thought process like? One, you're a Saints fan, right? You're like, oh my god, we're this we're fighting for the playoffs. And then in the other experience, you're you're like, do you like, you know? Because me and Andrew were like, oh, I wonder who's who's going, who's coming back, what's the test? Are you doing that with your dad? You're like,
0: Dad, I gotta know who's who's in, who's who's out for the Monday night game. This is a you. This is our season riding on this. Oh yeah, it's funny because it's like as you said, a playoff game. Everything's on the line here, and we got. 30 guys down and we who don't we don't know who started quarterback and my dad told me because i was asking him, like well who's playing who are these new guys i was seeing all these new names and he was like to be honest i met two guys in the locker room before kickoff <laughs> and they're gonna eat play 30 snaps tonight oh, and was, unbelievable and that's an nfl team like this isn't even in like a college team this would be something unforeseen and in the nfl it's
2: how's this happening unbelievable oh. so uh yeah, yeah go ahead Ralph. go ahead go ahead andrew well uh, i'm just curious so Just with the Saints coaching staff search now, Um, and uh, well, I'm sorry, they have a staff in place, obviously, but for the head coaching job, are you, I'm sure you're paying attention to it. Are you like a Dennis Allen all the way guy? Or I mean, we're seeing some big names here. Byron Leftwich, Aaron Glenn, obviously, who the Saints have familiarity with and uh, Brian Flores. And, you know, that's just who we know right now. Uh, Just curious if you have any thoughts about the coaching search. Yeah. I mean, DA is a great guy and it'd be a great
0: choice and has led some of the best Saints defenses we've seen in recent history for sure. So, and he's got the past experience. So I think he'd be an easy choice, but I know they're going to do their due diligence and check out all the other prospects. And it will be nice to get Aaron Glenn back in New Orleans for a little bit too, because he was such a great coach when we had him and got pride away from us, but I know they'll make a smart choice and it's definitely a new thing for the Saints to be looking for a new coach, but I know we'll be following along. You know,
1: Connor, this year they didn't make the playoffs, but it was. This was one of my favorite Saints teams because they just fought their guts out, and and I think Andrew will agree with it, Like the peak of twenty twenty one was the night in Tampa. Like they went there, they shut out Tom Brady, and as your dad said in the press conference, Tampa won the division. They didn't beat us. Like your dad said that <laughs> with such pride, and I was like, yes. Yeah. Yes. But my question to you is, like that experience for you i know your dad was was uh he was suspended for 2012 and obviously we'll get to talk to home about the movie with kevin james in a minute but that experience for you as you're older now and he's sitting at home just like the rest of us like how was that and did you take from 2021 do you view like the tampa win as was that like the high point for you for this year
0: Oh, it, yeah, it's got to be. And just what this, our team went through this season was just un, unbeatable. And beating Tampa twice and shutting them out like that was just great. And I know it's, it's, it was definitely weird because, I mean, he's been this, I because mean, that was the game he didn't even coach, right? That was, yep. that was one where he had COVID. Yeah. So that was even crazier, but he was sitting at home like the rest of us watching
2: it. But that was definitely a classic of the season. <laughs> yeah. I I, you I, don't... I maintain, I maintain with that game that, I prefer that the Saints didn't score a touchdown in that game yeah. <laughs> because it's like more insulting to Tom. Right. right. We didn't even need it. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> I feel All right. Like we, the- we, got, we got to talk. We got to talk home team. We got to talk home team. I know. All right. So it, it, it's, it's live on Netflix. Now you should definitely go check it out. Uh, obviously Kevin James, uh, Connor. Well, it's kind of world worlds collide for me. Cause I'm, I've been a diehard Saints fan my whole life, but I also grew up on, some of my favorite movies being Happy Gilmore Billy Madison you know and so for the Adam Sandler family to make a, a movie about a saints coach and and you you know it, it really is world's colliding and you know I, ha- I have to say by the way speaking of uh you know speaking of our intro and and uh, happy Gilmore that Christopher McDonald I met him a few years ago I went to the US open to watch tennis and I met him there and for me like he's the greatest movie villain of all time it's like it, it was like watching. It was like meeting Drew Brees for me, uh, to yeah. meet him. Shooter, McGowan. he was more but, excited um, about the
1: shooter open, Connor, than he was about your dad. <laughs> just, just be the honest about good that. Though. That's that's
0: good. That's good. I like it.
2: Yeah, uh, but I'm I'm curious just to hear like your overall thoughts on like obviously now you've seen the movie, but like knowing that it was gonna happen and the whole process leading up to last night where you finally were with your family and got to watch it for the first time. Like, can you just kind of talk about all of
0: it? Yeah, it's definitely been a crazy process. Cause it's been probably two years running now from writing the script and then getting it all going. But my sister's boyfriend's the one who wrote it. So I was kind of close along the process. And as you said, it was kind of my world's colliding too. Cause I was my sister and his whole, her, 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 his, her boyfriend and his whole family. And then the whole Saints to my 2012 season with my, all my friends in Argyle, Texas. So It's definitely been a cool process, but it's been weird, and I'm happy to help a little bit, too, because I got to, with his original script, I was kind of helping out with, like, football things and how he would say stuff and if that sounded, like, normal, and it was really cool to just kind of see it all come together over a long period of time, but definitely weird to see your 12-year-old self being portrayed (laughs) on the movie. It's a little funny, but it's great, though, and Kate, the kid who played me, he, he did a great job and is a better athlete at that age than I would ever be, so... Here's here's my question.
1: I got a t- tonight Marlboro family movie night. I got a six year old. I'm trying to indoctrinate him on the Saints. My wife has done a tremendous job. He's Astro insane. I have not <laughs> doing as well. So I need to know: Is a six year old? Do they have enough parts in this movie that it's going to get a six year old excited about oh, yeah. it and like it?
0: I think so, yeah. I mean, even the – no spoilers, though, but the beginning scenes with the Saints and how they added Kevin James into the whole Super Bowl scenes and all that, I thought that was done incredibly. So I think after watching that, he'll be he'll be locked in and have to feel something for the Saints afterwards.
1: I like it. He likes little giants, so that's like the barometer a, Yeah, kind of no, where yeah. we are.
0: That's what we're going for.
1: So now that your dad has more free time, is there anything that he always promised you – He'd do for you or take you or whatever he's connor after i'm done coaching we're gonna do x y and z and you're like all right dad you <laughs> promised you've taken me to paris or doing yeah. or we're going we're going to rent an rv going across country you promised me that now you had the time like is there anything like that that you've been uh bugging him about
0: there's nothing really specific because of him too he's not a huge planner like he won't be like hey well, let's go to as you paris like let's go in a month or two he with him though now being off i gotta be on my toes because i'll be hanging in fort worth one weekend and he'll be like hey i'm coming in tonight i'll see you in a couple hours we're going to dinner so that's what he will do now with all this free time so now i'm just going to be consistently worried that he's flying in unexpectedly or something like that but that's what i'm that's what i'm getting ready for
2: and- love it uh all right well i, I got a hypothetical for you Connor, I, and I'm super curious about this. So n- now that this is a reality, and it, let's all be honest, like he's going to do. I mean, we knew he's going to do the media thing for a minute. He's going to come back to coach. He's basically already said that it's going to be the Cowboys. We all see that clearly. We all know it. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, you're not as convinced. It looks like, <laughs> but he, let me just paint the scenario for you. Here's the picture. Okay, a few years from now, Sean Payton is the coach of the Dallas Cowboys. No, no disrespect to Mike McCarthy, who used to coach the saints and they're playing the new orleans saints in the nfc championship game all right and it's uh it's down to the final two minutes of the game and a field goal is going to send one of these two teams to the super bowl are you rooting for will lutz to make that kick or greg freaking (laughs) Zerline?
0: noted saints killer well, yeah. first off, it, it'll take a lot for me to be a Cowboys fan. So that, that'd that be a tough transition. And second off, what Greg Zerline had done to us in that That's game, I right. had to play the best game of his life and then to go on in the Super Bowl and miss. I think he missed two kicks in the Super Bowl the next two, a week after. But right. against. I, us,
2: I, I have no idea what you're talking about. Completely blind. Yeah, that game, game yeah, blacked history,
0: out. Right. Yeah, yeah. That, that game didn't count. But how could I ever pick Greg Zerline? Obviously, I'm picking my boy Will Lutz. Yeah. God. That's Sorry right. Now. It's a perfect end. I feel like intuitive Connor might be working with the Saints, being a scout, being something, and and
1: he'll be on the they'll be on the he'll be on the opposite sideline with it, you know, for the Saints. But uh Connor, my final question for you, and then we'll and then we'll get out of here is what is like the one thing that you, I know you said you'll be back and you won't lose new ones, but once, what's the one thing about the 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 whole your whole Saints experience in the last sixteen years that you went back to over and over again that and that you aren't gonna get when football starts next fall and
0: you're gonna be like, oh, I miss that.
2: You can't say the Super Bowl win. You can't. Yeah, you can't say that. Of course. It's course,
0: too easy. Gosh, I would say. So I had the same seat that I'd sit in, and this. Box for the whole 16 year period. When I was like Mm. seven years old, I like because I used to hate kind of football back then. I would just like kind of mess around during the whole game and do whatever in the box. I I carved my name on this wooden little part of the seat, and it is still there to this day. And every time I'd go to a Saints game, I'd go and sit in that seat the whole time, check the carving, make sure it's still there. And now that I can't do that part, and if I ever go back to a Saints game, I'm assuming it won't be in that same seat, which definitely would be hard for me. And I know it was superstitious part but i always had to be there the whole time and if somebody else was in my seat i would have to literally go up to him be like hey like my name is carved <laughs> right there but <laughs> but that'll be that'll definitely be the hardest thing and i'll forget i don't want to forget about them.
2: i feel like that's it's got to be understood by i don't know superdome custodials or whatever like don't touch that yeah you know like, over i feel it. like, like, we're ba- that like alone.
1: you you bad juju you open up a portal or something right. to, for bad luck like you can't touch the Connor carving like no, it's got no. it's got to stay maybe even put like a plaque to like memorialize yeah. it like you can't you can't touch that like the Saints no, better they, they should know better with New Orleans and Voodoo
0: and Marie Laveau you can't you can't touch that you can't touch that they, they know better and now you're talking about the Superdome staff that's definitely a good one I'll miss too like a lot of those guys have been there for the whole time I've been a kid so they've seen me as and seeing them before games interacting with them just, just been always such a cool thing to do
1: Connor, we can't thank you enough for for giving us time. Thanks so much. And by the way, uh, Home Team, if my kid falls in love with it and he wants to watch it over and over again, I will accept no slander of that movie ever. I will be like it helped my kid become a, a bigger Saints fan. I love that movie. I will not accept slander. So, Connor, I hope I hope it I hope it works out for him tonight. But I good luck to you, finishing up school. We look forward to seeing your next move. Your Family, you made such a big part of the Huda community. We can't thank you enough for. And by the way, supporting the show, it's great. We we love you. You're our favorite
0: patron. We admit. Of course, yeah. Well, thank y'all for having me, and thank you, Huda Nation, for letting me be a part of y'all for so long. But.
1: All right, guys, until next time, the bar is closed.